Hey, what's up, everybody? It's been a minute, right? Like a long minute since I've done this. Um, I think my last episode published was in February. I think so, February. So a lot has happened within that time frame. I'm just be as candid and real as can be. Your girl was laid off, right? Um, laid off. I've been laid off for about like two months now. And it is definitely um, <laughs> an experience, <laughs> to say the least. I've never gone through this before. I've never experienced anything like this to just have nothing to do. I mean, I don't want to say I don't have anything to do because, of course, I'm a mom. So I have that aspect. But let's be real. My son's 13. Like, he doesn't need me under him. Like that, you know, he's very self-sufficient to to a point. Like, I got to get that boy a little bit more. But, you know, like, if he's hungry, he can make himself something to eat or whatever. Like, I still have to drop him off, pick him up, all that mom duties or anything like that. But after I drop him off and I come back home, because I'm a work from home and I need work from home. Like, I don't know about everybody else, but the pandemic has definitely shown that I don't need to be in your face to do my job. You know, I can get my job perfectly done fine without you hovering up under my neck or whatever, breathing down, you know, trying to, did you get this, get that, get this? Like, I don't need you to do that. I know my job and I know what I need to do. So I'm going to do it. So it's like you come home and you just kind of stand there and you go, what do I do now? You can look for jobs. Of course, when it initially happened, I think I took a day or two because I found out towards the end of the week. And so I was already, the funny thing is I was already scheduled to be off work for the next, like that Friday and that Monday, I think. And so when I found out, I just kept telling myself, well, I was already scheduled off for this Friday. And Monday, I believe I took, I can't remember right now, but like you was already scheduled off, do everything that you were scheduled to do, right? Like don't change your plans. Don't get all in your brain right now because your girl is an overthinker. You know, I am. So it's like, I have to, my, I plan, I'm very, you know, I'm very precise. I'm very like, this is what I need to do. So I just took that weekend, like any other weekend, hung out, chilled with my family. I also did something that I normally don't do. I, well, I don't want to say I normally don't do it. I normally don't stay that long. Um, I was back home in Chicago and we stayed the whole summer. Like we literally got back a week before school started. I don't even want to say a week before school started. It was a couple days because by the time we got home, we got home like early Friday morning. And that Wednesday, my son, it was his first day of school. So we stayed the whole freaking summer. So I was with my parents, got the news, told my mom. Her eyes was just like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, you, you're, you bullshitting me, right? I'm like, no, I'm not. But 
of let it soak in. Like I said, took the, the day off that I had off, did everything that we were said that we were going to do. And then once the new week came, I hit the ground running, right? Looking for new jobs, applying for everything, possibly setting up interviews. And just this whole experience in itself is crazy because the fact that you can get ghosted (laughs) from a job, right? It's like you're the one who put the job posting out there for which is funny because this is what I do, right? I'm a recruiting coordinator sourcer. So I know I'm putting the job, you know, making it public and posting it and going through resumes and all this. So I know the steps that it takes. So you go through those steps, you reach out to the person, you reach out, right? You set up the interview, you do all that, and then when it's time for the interview, you, I'm just sitting there like, okay, no phone call. Even double checking to make sure it says, I will be calling you. I was like, oh, yeah, it says you'll, they'll be calling me. And so then you get a little nervous, you get paranoid. So then, you know, you send an email saying, hey, just wanted to follow up. We had a scheduled interview at this time. I see, you know, it still hasn't. has not taken place. Just wanted to reach out to make sure, you know, nothing's wrong. You're good. I got the right date and time, you know, give me a call back and leave your number. And, you know, and then you go on, you know me, I'm a stalker a little bit. You go, you find them on LinkedIn and you send them a message on LinkedIn just to confirm and this and that, and then not to hear anything back. But then the company in itself has the audacity to send you one of their, I guess, newsletters about their open positions. And it's like, no, I don't work for you. Because just that little experience that I had, I could just imagine what you do to your employees. I'm not going to do that. So you go through that. Like I say, the weirdest crap I've ever experienced about getting ghosted by a job. And I think I told one of my best friends and he was like, I get ghosted. I was like, that's what I want to know. That's exactly what the fuck I want to know. How does that shit happen? Um, You go through that. So then you go on LinkedIn and you start looking at job postings. And then, you know, you sign up for alerts to let you know. So LinkedIn, which they're very good at letting you know when a new job is posted and what you're looking for. But by the time you get to the posting, it tells you 100, 200, 300, 400 applicants applications already on the email you just received maybe fucking five minutes ago right this really didn't by the time it took you to look see i can see my shit on my watch i have a samsung oh i got an email so by the time you look at your watch go to your computer get everything up click on the link it's already 400 fucking individuals that's already applied for this shit and i'm not I can't, you know, necessarily be upset with that because the way of the world now, I know it's a lot of people, a lot of people that were laid off and continuously getting laid off. So we're all in this pool of just trying to find jobs and getting, you know, making sure that it's the right job and 
if you're someone like me who is a single mom and so you are the primary breadwinner for your household, you know, okay, I have to find some shit, but I just can't take anything, right? Because it has to be right for me. It just has to be. And I keep reminding myself of that to just don't be applying for shit to be applying for shit. You ever just look at something like, "Mm, it sounds all right. It sounds pretty good. You know, let me, I'll, um, I apply for it. And then you apply for it. And I think you, you know, you do the initial phone call for it and you're saying all the right shit. Cause like I say, you know, this is my profession. This is what I do. So I kind of know what to say and what not to say. And so you say all the right shit and then they go, okay, we're going to, you know, suggest we move you forward. And you oh, yeah, that's great. But then you hang up and you go, do I want to move forward though? Like this is hybrid. Bitch, you need remote, right? Because how's your son going to get to school or who's going to pick him up at like, that's get, that won't work for you. It could work. But it's not your heart desire. I'm not in the, you know, I will say, no, I am. I like my space. (laughs) I like to be able to turn my music on and have that shit blasting. I like to be able to, you know, me and my mom, we go back and forth and we share books or me and my best friend, we go back and forth and, you know, we also share books. So I like to be able to, to listen to my book while I'm working and have that shit but without having to wear headphones, you know, or sitting in a cubicle and I'm only, you know, have that much space or, you know, I, I have a cat now. You know, so, I'll, you know, little Miss Clyde over here, she likes to jump on things. I've gotten used to her sitting by me, jumping on the desk. So it's like, I don't want to lose that. I know if I have to, then, I, of course, I will make the arrangements that I need to make. But in my heart of hearts, the same way that I prayed for my previous position, for which that was the first time in a long time that I was somewhere that I enjoyed being like the last time I felt like that was probably 11, 12 years ago when I moved, when I initially moved to Austin and got and received my first job getting here, working at the urgent care and they were fucking awesome. I love the people that I worked with. I love that it was privately owned. I knew the owners. I talked to them, sat with them, was able to ask some questions. Everybody was so willing for you to learn. No side eye about questions or if you mess something up. Very, now when I open door policy, you hear that a lot and not a lot of people really mean that, but they were, they were legit. Oh shit, it's recording. <laughs> but sorry, I had some technical difficulties there, y'all. Okay, but I'm back. I can fix it later. Um But yeah, like they were just the most awesome people. No judgment or whatever. So only thing because it was an urgent care, the only thing, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't predict were the hours. 
that was like the only thing I did not like was because I can get home at nine, 10 o'clock because you got idiots, right? That wait till fucking closing time to want to come in talking about, oh, my stomach hurt. And it's like, well, bitch, mine does too. You want to know why my stomach hurt? Because you want to walk your ass up in here at 7.58 and we close at fucking eight o'clock and you've been dealing with a stomach ache all day, right? Your ass could have waited till the morning or took your ass to the fucking ER. Like, really? So now I have to sit here and because you said it's a stomach ache, we have to run every test on you to make sure that you're good. And if something is something, and if it's something out of our control, guess what? Now we have to call the ambulance, right? So then they can get your ass and take it to the ER. Well, you probably shouldn't win the first fucking place. So that was, that was my only like, about about it were the hours and everybody felt the same way when it came to people walking in at the last minute because I mean like we'll be ready to go you know we always ready to go some of us had you know coats on and was just waiting for me to go all right y'all I locked the door and just pick up our shit turn the lights off and walk the fuck out the back so when we hear the, the ding dong all of us was like oh so it wasn't like it was just my frustration. We all felt it. But other than that, that job was awesome. I loved my boss, managers, like everybody was just great. So finally was able to feel that being the position that I just lost. So to lose it, and me and my best friend just had this conversation because I was talking to her and she goes, because she also was laid off a couple years ago. So she knows what I'm she feels what I'm feeling right now. And so she just kind of was like, Chica, it's not that you're, she said, is that you're laid off? But what's really mind bottling is that the worth ethic that we have, the, the love that we have for our job and to get laid off. It's like, but I fucking work. Like I just got praises about the work that I do a couple like last week why why am I are you sure you got the right person I'm laid off no that can't be that's that that ain't right nah so it's it's that part of and I'm like yeah it's that part because I know the amount of love and respect that I have for myself when I'm doing my job and the love, the respect that I have for the people that I work with to do my job. So to know that it was me, you know, it's kind of like, damn, this shit is, is real. It's like you, you go on LinkedIn and you see all the postings about people being laid off and every day. And I know I did, I think I did an episode where I was just so grateful. And I want, I think that's the last episode I did expressing how grateful I was to have the job that I had in that I didn't fear the, the layoff, you know, and how I used to work at Facebook now, meta, whatever the hell they want to be called. And when they did their round of layoffs and the round of layoffs that they did, I was in that department and I could have been that person being laid off at that time. So just being grateful, right? Not having to go through that. And that was in February. So here we are in August and I've been off, you know, been out of work 
for for two months. It's starting to really hit now because I am back home. Like when I like I said, when I found out I was in Chicago with my parents. So I was able to let it sink in, but not let it sink in because I was, let's be honest, I was with my parents and my, you know, me and my son was there. So it was the, I was using the safety net at that time, you know, because I was able to just, I'm not worried about him. You know, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about him. Make sure that he has what he needs and that he doesn't go without. And I know being here with my parents, they are the most involved grandparents. You know, like you have those grandparents that just love their grandkids that to death. Those are my parents, right? Deshaun will never go without when it comes to them. So finding out that I was laid off, but being home, I was like, you know what? But my, my parents got my son right now. So that was like my only non-worry. So now being back home, I think, yeah, because we made it back right before school started. And when, and they came back with us, they did to help us get settled, get everything situated. And I ain't gonna lie, I needed their chunk space because you always come back more than what you left with, right? <laughs> so they came, they followed Followed us back, 16-hour drive, y'all. But you know what? It was good. It was all right. It's always that last hour, hour and a half. You'd be like, nope, I'm going to push it. We, we are so close, so close, so close. Um, they came back with us. So when they they left after my son's first day, and so just to sit, right, having that first day after them not being here, dropping him off at school, coming back home. I think I just sat on my couch for a while and was letting everything hit me like a ton of bricks, right? And going, okay, you always ask for a break, right? When we're working, it's like, oh, I need a vacation. I need a vacation. I need a break. I need a break. And we never take it. And it's hard to look at this as a break per se, because it's like, bitch, you got bills. This ain't no fucking break, because you you got you got rent, you got car notes, electricity, and you know, like you you got shit that needs to get paid for. So, but it's you look at it that way, but then it's also okay. But do realize this is kind of a break to really sit. In your thoughts and in everything, that's you know, you're at a moment, you're at a time to where you can't ignore shit. It's just it's kind of like COVID, but not COVID, because you know COVID really made people just kind of sit and examine and look over and focus and just go, okay, I need to, I need, you know. You can no longer ignore the the issue that you were ignoring because you were working. Like work is always like, nope, I can't think about that because I got to work. Nope, can't focus on it right now. I'm going to work. Oh, you know what? I'll deal with that later once I get done work. So now when you take work away, you really have to sit in your own shit and just kind of let and just really examine everything. So 
to just come home that day and just sit on the couch and just let everything hit me and go, okay, bitch, what legit, what is your next step, right? What are you going to do? You've been applying to jobs left and right. Hands down. You're doing that. You take that time four, three hours out of your day. You get up and you do that. You've been doing that consistently for these last two months. Continue to do that. But after that, what are you going to do? You can only clean, right, so fucking much before you get on your own nerves, right? And I'm a person, I need something to do. So my bestie, best friend, hey girl, she started classes again for coding, right? And we've talked about this numerous times over the years. Like, hey, I'm going to do it. And then you know how you say you're going to do something. And it's like, oh, I'm not right now. Or you talk about it and you get the information, but sometimes you just don't follow through or whatever shit happens. But she did it, right? Last week, she told me that she signed up for her classes and that she's doing her coding. And when I found out that I was laid off and me and her were talking, she'd said it. She was like, you know what, Chica? Take this is what we're going, and she, I love it. She's like, this is what we're going to do. I'm signing up for the coding classes. I know you want to do your SHRM. You want to get your certification, your SHRM certification. Let's take this time to do that. That's what we're both going to do. So to hear that she started her classes last week, I'm like, okay, bitch. We said we were going to do this together. Even though it's two different certifications, but it's still us getting those certifications for our field and what we're doing, right? So that's what I'm like, okay, you know what? I made that promise to her that I would do that. So what do you got to do? Got to get the fucking books. Let's get the studying. So this week, that's what, that's what my plan is, right? To get my SHRM, all my materials that I need, and to start studying for that quiz, that certification, so I could take it and get that certified because that would be something else, right? To get me noticed, you know, I will be that person with all those letters <laughs> behind their name. Hey, that's money as far as I'm concerned. Pay me the, the money. And you know what I've also noticed with this, with having to apply for jobs and just looking at job descriptions? Y'all motherfuckers are cheap. <laughs> I would just say it. Somebody sent me an email asking, you know, seeing if I was interested in a position and the pay, right, was like $19, $20 an hour. And I'm not trying to, no, I know my worth, right? I know everything I've accomplished for myself. And for you to read my accomplishments and see what I've done. To come at me with $19, $20 an hour. And then when I say, is that negotiable? Can we, you know, is there room for that to be more? Oh, no, that's a non-negotiable price. No, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I, I will not be interested in that position because where I am today and what I've accomplished, I know my worth, and my worth is way more than $19, $20 an hour. That's not going to work. You see these two degrees behind me? A bitch worked hard for those, right? And not only that, I have a whole person 
in my house who is 13. I have a 13-year-old. He just made 13 this year. A 13-year-old who eats, who's always eating, like a grown-ass man, right? That wouldn't pay for a grocery bill. Let me just <laughs> let me let me just be real. So it 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 wouldn't. And so y'all need to really examine, you know, and I've seen I've seen postings on LinkedIn about this too, about come on, y'all, let's let's not be requesting or requiring people to have bachelor degrees, but then turn around and only offer them $18, $19 an hour. Where they do that at? Like, and based on the world today, because when my laid off, when it happened, my plan for which it's still my plan is just, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a hurdle that will, I will get over, but I was in the, you know, starting to see what's needed for a house. I've worked on my credit. I got rid of the shit that was on there. Now it's like, okay, that's good. Now it's time to look at the money and see what needs to take place and what needs to get done, what needs to get saved in this and that. So that's where I was when my laid off when my layoff happened, right? It's still there. I'ma still look because you know you have you have to know what you want in in this and that, right? So it's just a hurdle. That's all. I will still talk to a realtor. Like that hasn't stopped. I feel like, like I say, this is just a hurdle. And when things get back into motion, I know what I need to do. I know the steps is already there in place. Like I told you, I'm a very straight shooter. I'm an overthinker to the overthinker T possibly. So I have so many different scenarios going on in my brain at one time. That's why I'm like so direct with certain with I don't even want to say with certain things with everything I don't like that beating around the bush just tell me what it is so that's where I'm at and I'm still there I'm not gonna let that stop me even for a while you know you we all go through that that course of fuck like I was doing this and then I was gonna do that and then this was going, you know, and then here comes, what, what, what do they say? We plan, God laughs, you know? So it, I'm at the point now, it's like, okay, shit happens. I can't dwell in it. You know, I understand why it happens. I'm a very business thought person. I get business wise, why it had to happen. Does it suck still? Absolutely. But I understand it. I do. At the time, I did not have a client. I didn't. It was me and somebody else. We were not on. We were not on a client. I worked for RPO. We didn't have a client at the time. I get it. But I still love them. I still reach out to them. I still talk to a majority of them that I still work. You know, I'm still in the loop because if anything changes, if anything comes up, call your girl. Cause I will come back and work for y'all in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Um, even if I'm with somebody else, I ain't gonna lie. And you be like, really? Let me come back. Mm, let me call you back. <laughs> so that's just where I'm at right now. This I needed to just kind of get stuff out and then start doing my, you know, my episodes again. This is probably the time that I need to actually, you know, be more 
uh, consistent with it without having to use working as an excuse of why I'm not getting it done. Because my main reason, it's like, well, my son's here. He's very, very animated, right? So I don't want to have, and I don't have a door where I'm, you know, in my little area, my little desk area, there's no door for me to just like shut him out. So that was always like, oh, well, you know, my son's home, can't do it. Or, you know, oh, I didn't stop working time. So, okay, brush it off till next, till tomorrow. So today, right, while sitting at my desk and possibly trying to come up with another reason why, I'm like, why? Why am I trying to convince myself not to do something that I enjoy doing? I enjoy, you know, making episodes and, and putting them out there and just getting people's feedback and coming up with topics to talk about. I'm your post-it queen, right? You know, something that comes to my mind and, you know, I jot it down and want to talk about it or like, this is, what is this? This is adulting. What the fuck? So what does that mean? That's just everyone shit happens in every day life. Just want to talk about it. Just want to, you know, vent and get some shit out. Talk about any issues that may be taking place or just, like I say, life. Right? Being vulnerable, putting yourself out there, talking about dating, which we know is just, is, is, is just, <laughs> right? So just know that more episodes will be coming and I will be more consistent with doing this. I am going to take this time and give myself that grace and not beat myself up and not feel like I failed at something because that was one feeling that I had is like I I failed everything that I was trying I I failed right having to just give myself the grace and go no bitch you didn't fail you're good shit happens We just got to figure out that next step. We still have, you know, continue to look, put in those job applications, have those job interviews. I've had job interviews. I've gone through, I made it to like stage two and still once again, you get ghosted. Like you don't hear back or you go through the stage and you hear, oh, we went with a more experienced candidate. And it's like, okay. And you know what? You probably did. Because I know the candidate pool is real. It's real. And everybody, I'm, I'm sending out hugs, love, everything. Praying for that we all will overcome this craziness that we are experiencing right now. And we all will get through this. And it sucks because some of us have been eight, nine, ten, almost a year of being laid off and still trying to find that job. And it's just, I'm going to say this, we can't, we cannot settle and we cannot just apply for jobs to apply for them. I know we have bills to pay. I know we have bigger 
responsibilities. I get that and I understand it. But to continue to love what you do and how you do it, you have to find that right company, that fit for you that will allow you to do it the way that you need to do it. That will let you be yourself within that company with no judgment. You can ask a question. You can, you know, assert yourself. You can question things without feeling like you're stupid or you're dumb or you whatever. I've had jobs like that and I refuse to put myself through that again. It's not it's not fair to me and it's not fair to be with a company that you truly have no respect for in your heart and you are legit there just to get a check. Like I'm just here to get a check. I'm here to do this job and then take my black ass home. Right? I'm here to make sure that that check gets deposited in my account every week, every other week on the 5th and the 15th, 30th, or however you get paid, right? That's what I'm here for. It shouldn't be like that. Because then that's when you don't enjoy it. And that's when you don't want to go to work. And that's when everybody gets on your freaking nerves, right? Because you're at a job that you really don't care about, but you need the money. And I don't want that. I'm trying to give myself grace, so I'm asking everybody else, also, give yourself that grace. Focus. Mental is real. Your mental health is real. Love yourself. Appreciate yourself, right? Let's not just throw ourselves out there because, like I say, the candidate pool is huge right now. Everybody is is tugging and trying to work their way back up and find it. So it's it's not just you. Everybody feels like it. Oh my God, why is this happening to me? And this is just happening to me. And this is, ha- and it's not. It's not just you. It, it's. It, I'm in, I'm in that pool with you. Don't you hate when you have? I had a boss say this shit to me, and I looked at her like, "Bitch, please," because I went to to talk to her about like a raise or some something that happened. And when you know we were talking, she's like, "Well, I'm in the same boat as you, bitch." No, you're not. Mm, but you're not, you know, that's a 10 cent raise that I got. And I'm pretty sure you make more than me. So we're not in the same boat by any means. So don't, don't say that shit to me, but you know, that's one of the moments where you just go smile and go, Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you for understanding. And you walk out and as you walk down the hall, you like, don't say that shit to nobody. <laughs> don't nobody want to hit it. That's some bullshit. Don't don't say. It. So when I say it, I truly mean it. I'm in the same boat as you. We're all in this pool, chugging along and 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 trying to find our next last right. Because don't nobody want to keep looking and searching for jobs or whatever, or have two, three, four jobs, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here for everybody. I have love for everybody. I'm with you. We can all get through this together. We just have to remember to be kind, not just to ourselves, but to everyone else. Because like I say, this, this world is just, if we all could just understand each other a little bit more, 
we could we could accomplish a lot. I don't know if you guys can see her, but Miss Clyde is wanting to make her appearance today. She wants to say hi. She was sleeping, and I don't know why she decided to jump her little self up here right now. So, oh, she's hiding. She's going back down. Thank you. But <laughs> hey, lovey. So, um, yeah, today was a needed to get out and vent and just let you guys know what's been going on. That's just a piece of what's been going on um, with me these last couple months. So I have a lot more shit, you know, and I love, I'm going to share this story. So um, my boss, I still call him my boss, my boss, Gary called. We were on like this call or whatever. And of course we talk about work and then somehow, you know, we drift towards, you know, the last 20 minutes always becomes like random topic shit, right? They were talking about. And we were talking about the cost of eating out or how much, I don't know. I was telling him about, you know, I was like, oh, you know, telling him about the time that, you know, me and Deshaun had a mom-son date, right? We went out to eat and um, I let him order for which, mistake number one, but I let him look at the menu and he ordered what he ordered, right? And then I got what I got. And then the check, you know, it's one of those, I think it was Red Robin or something. So they don't give you, they don't hang, they have the little kiosk thing, right? So they was like, oh, you checked on so you didn't open the kiosk. And I was like, dude, what the fuck did you get? And so, like, oh God, dude, what the hell? So, and I'm telling my boss the story. And so, as you know, and so we tell the story. And as we're getting ready, he was like, I learned so much, you know, about everybody during this call. He's like, I learned Ashley Cuss. Didn't know that. And I looked at him and I was like, Gary, you will. Um, my mouth is bad. And I, I'm going to put my mom out there. I'm going to throw her in the bus. I get it from her. Both of us have to constantly catch ourselves. I still, even though I am 36. Right. I don't like cussing in front of my mother. I'm from that age group where you don't do that. I don't give a damn what people say. It's just that's still your mother. You show respect. I don't like doing it. my brother does it freely and it's fine. That's just in it. And that's how he talks. You know, we all have that 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 way. Right. But. I know when I'm telling a story and I know I'm having a squirrel moment, sorry. Um. But there are some things like you just have to use those words, right? Like when describing something, you know, something happened, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like you have to use that expression so that person can understand what you was feeling in that moment when that happened. Or ain't this some shit? Like you, you have to just use certain words. So with that being said, my mouth, and I don't care. I'm 36 and this is, and this is me. You like it or love it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> nothing else. Love you guys. Peace and hair grease. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. Love you. Talk to you guys soon. Be blessed, not stressed. We got this y'all.